Namaste. I'm Reverend Wendy Craig Purcell here at the Unity Center in beautiful San Diego. Thank you so much for subscribing to this channel. Please make sure that you like the video you've just watched and consider making a contribution on our app or on our website. It's really easy to do. And thank you in advance for that support. It does make a difference. I'm here at the request today of Reverend Wendy Craig Purcell, who has unfortunately come down with a bout of the flu that's going around. But know that she's here with us. She may even be live streaming with us today. So let's just take a moment, close our eyes, and just affirm for her the divine love and energy that she is working through her body right now to manifest perfect and complete wholeness and zeal and energy. And we give thanks for that healing that is already occurring. And we give thanks for being here today in the midst of this new year to celebrate, to release, and to claim our new identity and vision. So this is one of Reverend Wendy's favorite services to do, um, that and Easter, and I know she loves Christmas too. And this is one of mine actually as well. Uh, it, it really sets the tone for our new year and those things we want to accomplish. This service is uniquely unity as well too. So in this service today, there's three basic parts. There's a releasing and letting go. That's what we symbolize with our burning bowls, which we'll be experiencing soon. There's a naming and a claiming. That is our vision and our goal setting of what we want to accomplish and who we want to be in this new year. And lastly, there's an anchoring and a guidance and a practice. This is symbolized by our white stone. So in this moment, to help us get into that tone and that energy, I would like to bring up a very special guest, Daniel Namod. And Daniel's going to perform a song called Everything New. And it's one of my favorite songs that Daniel does. So Daniel, thank you so much for being here with us today on New Year's. Thank you. Thanks for stepping in. Good morning. Happy New Year. I sometimes... Uh, Think of this song as the most dangerous I've ever written. Um, if, you, if you're inclined to sing along, just be careful if you do. <laughs> Bring it on, everything new, everything different, everything true. I am ready for my next thing to do oh i know it's gonna be everything new i'm through crying i'm through waiting i'm through hoping against all hope i'm through longing for something gone that'll never return I think I finally learned to bring it on everything new everything 
different, everything true. I am ready for my next thing to do. Yeah, oh, I know it's gonna be everything new. I'm through grieving, I'm through dreaming that the life I had is ever coming back. No more wishing on someone else's star that'll ever be mine. I think it's time to bring it on. Everything new, everything different, everything true. I am ready for my next thing to do. Oh, I know it's gonna be everything new. And I've survived many times before. Broken hearts and slamming doors. I'll be all right. Yes, I will once more, just as I did back then. I'm gonna rise again, so bring it on. Everything new, everything different, everything true. I am ready for my next thing to do, yeah. Oh, I know it's gonna be everything new. gonna be everything new I know it's gonna be everything new I know it's gonna be everything new Thank you so much, Daniel. That was, wasn't that a powerful song? And are you ready after hearing that to bring it on? Oh, come on, I can't hear you guys. Are you ready to bring it on, right? So I want you to consider these points. What will have to happen? What will have to happen, what will have to happen to have everything new in your life? What will have to happen to have everything different? What will have to happen to have everything true? You don't have to answer that, but just kind of tuck that away and, and ponder on it a little bit. So let's get going. We're standing together, or we're sitting together, at the start of a brand new year. This is January 1st. Doesn't that feel exciting? Yeah. And so what do we know about January? Well, here's a couple of facts you might be interested in. 
January was named after the Roman god Janus. And it's an appropriate personification for the start of a new year. Because this particular Roman god had two faces. Two. And he had these so he could look ahead toward the future and also look back at the past at the same time. So as we release the old year and look forward, we all can try to be a little more like Janice. We know through experience what we did wrong and also what we did right. And we also can hope to do better this year. There's that sense of hope again. You remember running dashes in school? Did anybody run dashes like in PE? I don't know if they still have PE in school anymore, but anyway, we used to run dashes. We had a thing called the presidential uh, fitness thing, and we used to run these dashes. So what were the words used when you get ready to race and run this dash? Well, the first one was ready, right? Ready, get down in your stance, and that's when we move to our starting point. The next word is set. Set means we establish ourselves, so ready, we move to our starting point. Set, we establish ourselves, we get grounded. And lastly is go. That's where we get moving. We get moving, and not only get moving, but get moving into that right direction. So in a race, the runner doesn't take anything with him that he doesn't need, right? Do you run with backpacks and all this stuff and suitcases and everything when you're running a race? No, you want as less as possible. Anything excess weighs us down, right? And it makes for a way more difficult journey and a much slower journey at that. So in, the, in looking at this example of seagoing boats, everybody's seen a boat, right? You've been down to the harbor here in San Diego, and what do you see on the bottom of these boats? Barnacles, right? And what these barnacles are is they're small creatures that attach themselves to the hulls of these boats. And they add weight, and what happens is they increase the turbulence, you know, as the boat's going through the water, and it actually slows the boat down. And as they grow larger and multiply, the boat is able to less, performs less well than it normally does. It doesn't just glide across the water, it's kind of, kind of held back and slowed down. And what happens is, if these things, these barnacles, are allowed to accumulate indefinitely, the barnacles completely disable the boat. I mean, literally, it can capsize the boat, it can, it can weigh it down so much that it can't go in the water. Captains know they must periodically remove these barnacles from their boats to make them run more efficiently. So in, in using this analogy for ourselves, you know, each year we kind of accumulate a few barnacles, don't we? Right? Those fears, those worries, those doubts, those insecurities, those unforgivenesses, those are all little barnacles. Eric Butterworth, I, I, one of my favorite unity ministers and authors, uh, suggests that more than a good memory, we might want to cultivate a good forgettery. Right? I, I love that word, forgettery. And, and that's... That's such a simple practice, but yet sometimes such a difficult practice. So, this is a day of practice. This is a day of moving forward. Are you willing to get ready today? Right? 
Are you willing to do a little bit of releasing? Are you willing to do a little bit of barnacle scraping? Are you willing to do some shaking it off and stepping up? Are you willing to do some forgetting? And are you willing to let go? Yes? All right, really let go. We want to do this so we can redirect our energy, creativity, and our resources towards the light. Are you willing to do that and participate in that? All right, I love it. I love it. So in preparation uh, for our burning bowl ceremony, we're going to go through uh, a few different things. We're going to go through a meditation. We're going to prepare ourselves with some meditation music to where we can kind of get still and centered. And then I'm going to give you a few prompts, and we're going to go through and kind of take it into meditation a little bit. And then we're going to have you write down on your pieces of paper that you got. Hopefully, everybody got a program here. And we have a couple slips of paper. The first is like a purple-looking one, and it should be the releasing uh, paper. That's the first one we're going we're gonna to do. And you don't have to start right now. I know some of you are overachievers, and hey, I'm going to get this done. That's not the point of it. The point is to be very reflective about it. And then the second one is going to be a vision, but I'll, I'll guide you through that. So at this time... We're going to take a moment and move into a time of deeper reflection and contemplation. And Natalie is going to come up here. Natalie and JR are going to come up and bring us into that period where we can get centered and grounded. And those of you at home, I hope you have these materials. If you don't, you can take out an empty sheet of paper. And again, I will guide you through that. And we will be doing a song called Let Go and Let Go. Let go, let go. 
As the river flows, I let go. As the into a deeper period of reflection. I invite you to connect with your breath, that prana, that beautiful circulation of life. Breathing in and breathing out. Letting these beautiful, sweet sounds of the piano move through your body. Just connecting with your breathing. Breathing in and breathing out. Close your eyes if you so feel called. And as we feel ourselves moving deeper into that center of peace, that center of quietness, that center of stillness, we are listening for the still, small voice. You know the one the one with all the answers. And the questions in this state we're going to pose to it 
are what events or situations is it time to put down? Take that in for a moment. What do I need to let go of? Let that settle into your consciousness. Where am I being held hostage in my past? Let that percolate inside of you for a moment. What grudges am I still nursing? Let that sit. And we take this for a brief moment into a short period of silence. What events or situations is it time to put down? What do I need to let go of? Where am I being held hostage in my past? What grudges am I still nursing? I invite you to come out of this period of silence now. Wiggle your eyes or kind of move your body around and take out that small piece of paper, that purple one, that first piece of paper. And we're gonna take a minute or two and write down what's come to you as you feel called. If nothing has come to you during this time or is coming to you, simply know that the spirit of truth, the spirit of intelligence, the spirit of wisdom knows what is in your heart already. So take a few moments and we'll write this down.
And again, as we prepare to move into our burning bowl session, I would invite you to follow the directions of our ushers. I will lead out first, and then the ushers will guide you and direct you as to which ways to go. We'll follow out these main aisles and we'll split. The ushers again will direct you out of these aisles. And again, if you don't have anything written down, don't worry, don't fret. Just know again, the spirit of truth knows what is in you.
you. Thank you, JR, for that lovely music. And I hope that was meaningful to you all, that sense of release, right? That sense of letting go in, in the fire. Well, now it is my pleasure to have Daniel Namod back up here. And he's going to do a song called Turn It Around. And so it's going to kind of help bring us into that next segment. Thank you, Daniel. Lately I've found When I catch my own reflection I'm surprised by a strange sensation Let me try to describe it now It's like somehow I've found I've been moving without a mission Navigating without a vision Misguided pilot till now It's time to turn it around Been driven by my regrets If I let them, they'll just keep on driving I bet it's a heavy load I want to know how it feels to grab the wheel and go. I'm going to turn it around from the excuses that I've been making, from the detours that I've been taking are only slowing me down. flag just yet ready set go can see in my rear view mirror there's only open road I'm gonna turn it around finally I've got my mission finally I found my vision Nothing's going to stop me now. And I'm going to find higher ground when I reach my new destination. I'm going to smile at my reflection. And I'm going to shout it out loud. Thank you. Thank you so much, Daniel. And we are, we are ready to turn it around. Are you ready to turn it around? All right. But, you know, to turn it around, we need to stop moving without a mission. 
Some of us just go, I know I get mannequins sometimes, and they're just like, you know, all over the place. But moving with a mission, and we need to start navigating with a vision. So what happens in your car, right? Most of us have GPS systems these days. And when you use this navigation system in your car, you need to enter what? A specific destination, right? Because it doesn't work if you say things like, well, I don't know if I want to go to Houston today, and I don't know if I want to go to New York or St. Louis. I'm just going to kind of let the car take me wherever it wants to go. <laughs> but you have to tell it. You have to tell the car where to go. You have to say, be able to say, this is what I don't want versus this is what I do want. You know, most people are better able to tell you, you, they don't want, tell you what they don't want, want, <laughs> what was it? Most people are better able to tell you what they don't want than what they do want. And perhaps, perhaps lasting peace in the world that works for everyone depends on our ability to clearly describe, right? To, to clearly describe what that world looks like and feels like to get specific about it. Clearly, it's more than just the absence of war. In the Old Testament, there's a concept where there is, where there is no vision, the people perish. And so the vision of the promised land was motivated, motivated the Israelites in a long and difficult journey. Right? That kept them going through the desert for 40 years, often without food, without water, and all kinds of manner of uh, the, the Egyptians chasing them and all things going on like that. So the vision, again, motivated them. They had this, this, this powerful vision that kept them going. The vision of landing a man on the moon rallied support and interest and the talents of a nation. And a lot of us remember that, right? Several of those moon landings. Stephen Covey, a noted um, personal development guru and author, has this to say about creating our vision and setting these goals. And he says, begin with the end in mind, right? Begin with your desired outcome. So this brings us into that second part, right? What's the second part of the race, everybody? On your mark, what's the second one? Get set, that's right. And in this, we're going to talk about naming and claiming what we want. So I, I want to pose a few questions to you and just have you take this in for a moment. What do you want to accomplish this year? What is it? And this is the most important thing. Do you know why you want that? What is the why? Why do you want more money? Why do you want a better house? Why do you want perfect health? Why do you want that? That is the key question in all of this. And are, as are you as clear about what you want as you probably are about what you don't want? A lot of us know what we don't want, but we, we can't, oh God, I don't know what I want. What do you want for Christmas? I don't know. And can you go deeper than the goal? Can you go deeper than that outer thing, right? Can you really do that inner work? And again, find the why. Why do I want that? Some of these goals could be, I want a good paying job. Maybe you just want a better job, but why? 
We need to peel back that onion, folks, and look at that deeper reason to really drive that activity of change. Money, is it money, satisfaction? What would happen? How would you feel with that if you had that good paying job? The deeper answer in this, in this example is because I would feel blank if I had a good paying job. I would feel needed. Maybe I want to, you know, give money to my favorite charities, or maybe I would feel a sense of um, providing, you know, a sense of accomplishment. Maybe it's simply for doing the job itself, right? And the money follows. So again, it's finding that deeper answer, that answer that drives, is going to drive your activity to, to realize these things that you want. The blank, then, is what is really driving the goal. And that, again, is your what? Why? Yes. Why not? So, again, it is important to know what is driving the goal. That's the most important thing. You can still work toward the goal. Just be sure that you know what's really beneath it. That true want. That true desire behind it. So when we do this visioning process that's coming up in a minute, I would like you to consider this. Try to be open to both the what and the why. The what and the why. For example, I want X in my life. What? A job, a partner, a new home. Because then I will feel, and that, that key word is feel, that feeling. Because I will feel why. I will feel accomplishment. I will feel security. I will feel um, exhilaration. I will feel a sense of accomplishment. Whatever you feel, that would bring you. So when you look back on this year, what amazing things do you want to have happen? What amazing things do you want to have happen? Or what have happened in the past year? So we're going to take a moment and do another reflection and a writing. So I'd invite you to take out your next piece. And I believe it's the one that says visioning. Beginning with your end in mind. So here's a couple questions for you to think about. On December 31st of this year, this year, this coming year, 2023, when you look back, what would I wanted to have happened? So you're looking into the future, you're looking into this crystal ball. And again, it's not just wanting, it's going with the feelings behind that too. So we're going to bring Natalie and JR back up here to bring us into a time of reflection on these questions before we write this down. And again, those questions are, on December 31st of this year, when you look back, what would I wanted to have happen?
things are possible. I am with God, and all things are possible. And we take a moment and re-enter this sacred space. Invite you to connect with your breath, taking a deep breath in, and taking a deep breath out. And just hold these questions as you connect with your breath and bring yourself back into that sacred space, that's place of the still, small voice. And consider these questions when you look back this year, what would you have liked to have happen? Consider maybe the work you would have been doing, how you would feel in that work. It could be for money or it could strictly be volunteer. How would you be spending your free time and with whom? What would you have learned? All the learning that would take place. In what ways would you have grown? How would you be looking and feeling physically? What kinds of people would you be with? And how would your primary relationships look and feel? So just take these moments, these questions in for a moment into a short period of silence. this year when I look back, what would I want to have happen in all these different areas of my life? So I invite you now to come out of this short period of reflection and take the second piece of paper out, if you haven't done so already, and begin to write any answers that might have come to you. Maybe it's something that's already in you that you've been contemplating for quite some time. And take a moment and just a few moments and write that out.
And as we move out of this time, if you're still contemplating your vision, that's okay. Because our vision is ever-changing. And if you're still writing, write away. Use both sides if you want. Use an extra piece of paper. And to bring us into our next section, we're going to bring Daniel Namehot up here again. And he's going to sing this song called, Gotta Be True. And that is the truth, isn't it, right? we got to be truthful with ourselves before we can be truthful with anything else. Thank you, Daniel. Well, on this uh, New Year's morning, uh, I am uh, singing uh, five songs that I wrote that were requested by an exceptionally talented minister, Reverend Wendy. And I got a text message from a friend of mine in Naperville, Illinois, showing me that uh, they're singing one of my songs in uh, a Unity Church there. And uh, last week, my little boy, who unfortunately turns out to be pretty good at playing drums, uh, has discovered that one of his favorite things to play drums along with is my own pop record, a uh, pop rock record I did years ago. Actually, I did it before he was born. He's 11 now. And uh, so I have these moments where uh, I wouldn't have necessarily believed that they were possible, you know, singing my own songs and other people singing my songs and maybe more than any of them, listening to my boy play drums along with my own record. Um, and all of that came, came from uh, a moment uh, right around when Natalie was born, when I was in a cubicle as a computer programmer and pretending that I wanted to be there and pretending that it was my job to do, pretending that it was my life to live and uh, doing my best